Alright, the illustrious Hot Take Hotbox is back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Matt McSweeney. I am not doing this alone. The music you heard to start this off is the UFC tail of the tape music uh, for anyone hardcore. This will be a UFC 259 preview. Uh, Adesanya and Jan Blahovich. I am joined by a one-stripe blue belt, uh, James McSweeney. He's my brother. So, uh, James, say hello to everyone. How you doing? Pleasure to be back. Thank you for having me. Big, uh, big fan and supporter of the podcast. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I kind of just want to go through the whole the whole card and just cause I, this is a big boy. This, this is. I mean, we obviously watch them every week, but like, I think this, this is the biggest since July 11th. Yeah, July 11th was the return. Pretty much the re- other than the the Gaethje and Ferguson fight wasn't really like a. Uh, return it was kind of like june 6 was a pretty good card june 6 was like the return of like ufc they started off with three title Sugar fights Boy, yeah they uh, had Sh- uh Sean. any everyone that could fight that night like they they nunez got they threw them out there nunez headlined it that was the last time nunez fought yeah. right yeah, yeah uh yeah yeah it was the last time she fought no no she fought uh fought one time in between i feel like she fought the random a but doesn't matter it doesn't really matter but you know tomorrow night uh not not one to uh, bury the lead. Nah, she fought the random man in 2019, and then June 6, 2020, she defeated Felicia Spencer. Two unanimous decisions. Before that, three knockouts. Raquel Pennington, which was like a Can doctor's story. Who well, else I mean, she. That card? June 6. June 6 was uh. Right there. That that she was the headliner. No, That's no, right. no, but there was a couple more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, Cody G. Uh, Cody G. Yeah, the Sun Cell. Yeah, uh, that's last wrapped up Sterling. Okay. Or wrapped up uh, Sanhagen. Back to the other card. I. So let's just start it off with, you know, don't bury the lead. Main event. Jan Blahovich, Israel Adesanya. 205 title. Uh, Adesanya weighed in at 200.5 pounds today, so it's five pounds under the limit. Four and a half pounds technically under the limit. Uh, I mean, we see in here we got Adesanya's going to have a two-inch reach advantage. He's the better striker, and I mean, if if you go and look at Jan Blahovich's record, like he's taken some uh, some fat L's. I mean, he started what started off in the UFC two and four. His last loss was to Tiago Santos. He got TKO'd. That was, I mean, that's 2019. I mean, that doesn't sound like that long ago. But when you fought four times, but you know, in between, you know, or yeah, four times, right? Rockhold, Jacare, knocked out Anderson, and beat Reyes. I did not. I don't remember the Jacare and him. I like. I remember it happening, that, but I don't remember them like watching it. That so, was Jacare's first fight at two hundred five. Was it really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, I wonder what the odds were that he night. He came out doing the alligator. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a something about that. Like, I was rooting for him. I'm not, I like Jan. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I, and I'm not going to lie and tell you guys that I'm not biased here because I don't like Israel. Uh, just something like the – I just think he's corny. I, I'm not, never going to de- deny the guy's skills or anything like that. I think he's a great – obviously a great fighter. He's all well-rounded. I mean, you can't you can't take him down. He's nasty on the ground because he almost subbed Gastelum in that I fight, if you remember. I really want to see him wrestle tomorrow. Yeah, I would I love- want to see him and Jan wrestle. I think because – well, like – and I think he would probably – like, I don't – I'd like to see. I guess you know you're right because we don't know if he would be done. I think he would beat him in, in like a grappling. situation. I don't know if either guy can wrestle. I think Jan can like, like he's like a per, kind of like a clinch like pressure wrestler. Like he lays his weight. Like he's if a, he if he lays his weight on him and like tries to tire Izzy out that way, maybe. But he's a thick dude. Yeah, but I you know, 
like Izzy said, he's got gas tank for days, and we've never seen we've never seen him gas out. We've is never he? Izzy. We've never seen like Izzy like at a week. Like the weakest I've ever seen him was the Gaslam. Hel- the Gaslam fight, yep. but that was just because Gaslam brought the fight to him and was bringing power to him the whole time. So maybe that's what that's what happens here. He gets like you know, uh, like the, the power, the power, the weight, everything. All that's a factor, but. No matter what, Israel is always going to be better than him. But can can Jan beat him the most? To night? me, the big difference is the weight. I know Israel doesn't even have to hit hard; he just hits precise. But I think Jan is such a thick dude; he's probably going to be weighing about twenty to thirty pounds more than him tomorrow night. And I just think it's going to be too much. Yeah, I think it's going to be too much. I don't think Izzy respects him, and I think he's going to get caught. But I said that last time. I said that the time before, and I said that the time before. So yeah, I probably should keep my mouth shut. But it's not even like like I just said like I'm not I'm not doubting the guy I'm not saying that he he's not he's the better fighter, for sure. But the better fighter doesn't always win. There's a reason he's favored. Yeah, and the, but the better fighter doesn't always win these fights. And I'm just curious to see the. I don't know, like how how good is he? Like nope. th- th- that's what's great about the UFC. Like this is a fight. It's just like you know this guy's great. Like he he it seems to me like uh, Israel's like in the middle of like when uh, Anderson Silva. Like I was too young to really like respect and what was like I used to hear about the spider, but like it was like okay Anderson Silva, and then like he broke his leg, got knocked out, and everyone was like okay, like that's all that you remember, it. you know? Like but you go back and watch all those fights. That guy was phenomenal before then. He was unbelievable. He he was stark like sparking dudes that like you know. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame fighters, guys like Forrest Griffin, making them look like absolute phony, like Cans. frauds. Yeah, like, and that's what Adesanya. It seems like he's doing now. I mean, he's fighting like the best of the he best. Made, he made Costa look like a can. He made Whitaker look like a bum too. You know, that was too. I right. want to see that again. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think Whitaker fought emotional that night. But like, that's the thing. Adesanya just makes guys look like that, and I'm I'm worried that that Jan's going to be fall victim to this to a similar thing you now. Betting wise, if we're gonna talk betting, I will probably be betting Jan because good uh, value. I, I, yeah, I believe that's plus two. Uh, I'm basically going off the ESPN odds because that's what I have up. It says plus two hundred on here. I think I saw a plus two twenty. Yeah, I saw a plus two twenty on uh, FanDuel and stuff like that. But bet him knockouts probably crazy. Yeah, hit knockout it. And I, I mean, I, if you're gonna bet Adesanya to win, if you're gonna bet a prop, what do you think? Um. This might sound crazy submission. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not that's not that crazy. He, just because of the value. And he keeps talking about how like he like that that's a possibility. Like he is like uh like he's like, well I could knock him out or I could also like do you know, like I have I'm gonna keep the other way close to my chest or something well, like that. I mean you did see his jujitsu coach did just get smacked the other night. Yeah. Well that's that's never good. That's Who smacked him? Gordon Ryan. Did he really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he smacked him twice. That's just disrespectful. So, yeah. you, so you're going. Uh, what's your official pick? Is my official pick or Jan? Am I betting? What's my 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 mind says Izzy. My heart says Jan. Okay. And anytime you bet with your heart, you usually get hurt. So. Okay. So, so it's probably I would say Izzy submission. But yeah, if, just, if I wanted to make some money, just playing around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because obviously, like, yeah, you could bet. I don't really gamble. You could bet on at a Sonya money line, but you know, you have to. Sure. You have yeah, to you lay out fire so. some cash into yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's worth it because I don't think at that weight class, there's never a lock because it's a, it feels like you know like you could make one tiny mistake like the way he knocked Costa out, like he kind of like mistake. grazed him like yep. a little bit like like wrong spot and it just shut like shut his legs down. He went right down. The margin of error. I mean, he was him. obviously beating his ass, but like that, you know, what I'm saying that yeah, like the, the margin, margin of error is so slim. Yeah, and and the levels of his striking. And you're because I mean. 
people will probably tell you Jan's a pretty good striker, but when you see him against Izzy, you might you might feel a little you different. Might feel a little differently. I just think I have to stop moving the mic. I I just think the 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 pat like it's just gonna. I want to see if. You know, it, it doesn't even touch him. Like, yeah, like, Izzy doesn't think he's going to touch Polish him. Polish power. Yeah, I want to see if the power is legit. Is is the power, like, that that deadly, that, like... Izzy's or Jan's? I know Izzy's is. I, well, I would like to see what it translates to 205. Yeah, that's what I, I'm worried about. Yeah, but I would like to see if Jan, like, like, like is it really going to fold, like, him up? Like, he's full. Like, he, like, hit Anderson. Anderson obviously has, like, a glass jaw. Like, kind of has point. a glass jaw. Yeah, like, I, I, I guess that's mean to say. But, like, he, he doesn't point. take a shot well. He got KO'd. And Rockhold's the same way. Like, but, like, he smoked Rockhold. Like, hit him with a bomb. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Young. Yeah. That was, uh, Rock, same deal, though. Rockhold's, like, first fight at 205. And that was a horrible a mistake. Dude. Yeah. You're fighting a beast like Jan. You're, where, you're, where did Jan fight before the UFC? That's Poland? a good question. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was some crazy Polish Polish promotion that you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna look it up. But I mean, like he's he's taken four four UFC losses before. Uh, what do we got here? Ton of UFC fights. Some some KSW. promotion called KSW. Wow, that sounds insane. There's an ad playing on my f- computer, which I don't like. Yeah, Rockhold. He lost to Santos. I mean, he's been ripping them off though. Hey. Submission against Evan Clark. Yeah, submission Clark. against Nikita Krulov. Yep. Who was just fighting Ankalev to a, to a decision. Uh, Manua, who's been knocked out a million times. He lost to Gustafson. He lost to Pat- Patrick Cummings, which is probably his worst loss. Corey Anderson, he lost to as well. That's right. And Jimmy Manua, he lost to. So, I mean, he's he got a couple of those back. He's obviously a different fighter now than he was then. I mean, he's but, been fighting for ten plus years. Yeah, but it, it, like like you said though, if I'm if I'm going to the window, uh, and if it was like you know, hey, you got to put your house on something. Yeah, I'm my betting, kids I'm, had to eat tomorrow. Yeah, I'm betting Izzy. But if I'm trying to have some fun, I'm betting Jan. Because Jan, because it it really, like fighting is it just could always go either way. But we're going. We're the official pick here. We're going Izzy, and you're picking Izzy submission. Izzy submission. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad bet. Izzy points might prob- not happen. Izzy points probably something like that. I imagine, but these ads are killer. Yeah, they're brutal. They keep playing though, even though it's uh, muted. So we'll move on to the next one. The next one isn't much of a uh, of a talker either. I mean, it depends though. Like uh, the more I look at it, Megan Anderson and Amanda Nunes. I mean, Megan Anderson is a big tower. She is a big girl, and I mean, she's six foot. That's right at the forty. I mean, we're at forty five. This is. About as big as a Nunez frame can get, you would imagine. She's got a three. Megan Anderson got a three inch reach advantage. If I was betting something here, I saw the number and I liked it right away. I, Nunez submission. I don't know. Yeah, I, I said that today. Yeah, like I, Megan Anderson. Look, she's good on the ground. I, I her couple of her fights, she has a couple of uh, submission finishes. But, I, I dude, there's just levels, and I mean, yeah, you got subbed by Felicia Spencer in 2019. You lost to Holly Holm. Yeah. You know, like, that's, I mean, listen, MMA math, obviously, it's never, it's never really a good thing to do, because it doesn't mean, it really doesn't mean anything, but, you know, then what would you go off of before these? You know, you you, you never know until these people get in the cage, so you have to use some sort of metric or something to try and help yourself. Her last fight was against Norma Dumont. Her first fight in the UFC was Holly Holm. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, she was the Invicta UFC cha- or the, the Invicta FC champion. Yeah. So it was like you weren't gonna get a easy, easy one out fight. the gate, but I, yeah, like I mean, that's not. That's no that's can. No that's slouch, not walking you know? apart. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so then you you know you, you knock out Katzingano, you know. So maybe, but I just don't think the competition. I don't have a lot of faith. I don't, yeah, like I I mean obviously we're talking about a plus twelve hundred here. Big, or big plus, time dog. Plus six hundred, I think it is on, on here. It's it's definitely more than that, but it's probably like plus eight hundred now. If I if I had the guys plus seven hundred on on the on the ESPN thing. So I mean, no, that's not much to talk about. Amanda Nunes should win the fight. I don't think Megan Megan Anderson is gonna win. Can she win? Obviously. I, I Anything mean, can happen. I mean, Amanda Nunes did just have a baby. She, you know, her her fiance did have a baby. So I mean, there there's, uh, what, from what I listened to on the on the countdown, there was a lot of talk of uh, things are different now. Like she had to change things because of the kid, and just like talk like that, and you never want to hear that. Never want to hear that from like a champion. And we're about to talk about Jan. I did not know Jan. You know, we'll get to it. But Peter Jan, he's or a kid. Peter Jan. No, he uh, moved his camp to. He's at American Top Team now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he used to be in Russia, but now he's like yeah, he did like half and half. Yeah, which yeah. you know, I mean, it's never. Uh, I thought he used to train a Tiger Muay Thai too. I don't know. I don't. I do not know for sure, honestly. But so, what do you what do you think? What do you what that's do you got? A, that's the people's main event. Yeah, no, that that for sure. We're, we're about to talk about it. But I have we'll Pewter. Just wrap up. I have Pewter. No, no, uh, Amanda, oh. Nunes, Amanda Nunes and Megan. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. Nunes, Nunes, and, uh, Nunes. Do you think, what do you think? She knocks her out, or you think she subs her? I I, I doubt there's going to be the. Uh, Nunes sub because what's going to happen is Megan Anderson is going to be getting shipped. They're going to want to clinch up. Nunes is going to take advantage. You think so? Yep. That's my official prediction. I feel like Nunes is not going to be able to really stand with her like she likes to. Like she likes to stand and bang sometimes. But because I think that the the, the, the height, I think the leg, she's got to fire off. Megan Anderson has to be calf kicking. The shit out of her. Yeah, like that's slow the other. down. Yeah, just slow her down early and then maybe like, I. it's just... You're you're talking about the best ever. We gotta see how hard Megan Anderson you, hits. So yeah, and yeah, you, but you know when when you're running in there against the best ever, you're you're gonna you know you're, you're up tag. against it, dude. You you're it's gonna be a long fucking night for her. So like we said, I'm going Nunez. However you please sub if you want to you know mess around with the props. I saw a lot of plus props if you plan on you know making some money because obviously we're not only are we just a UFC podcast. I am a gambling degenerate, so I'm going to give you a little bit of the gambling aspect of what's going on here. Moving on, this is the last, uh, well, this will be the first title fight that we'll see, but the last title fight we're about to talk about is for the 35 title, which me and Jim have talked about multiple times, just not, not on this podcast, just conversations we have about how, like, this, me personally, I love the 35 division. I feel like every time there's a title up on the line, it's interesting. It, it's a great fight. It delivers. It, it always delivers, and that seems to me like the best. Uh, little guy division other than like 55 but as you're getting up there but i like 45 is good but it i don't know it something about 35 where it's just it seems to me like a shark tank of killers same way lightweight is same way you know maybe 170 can you know could be but a lot of those a lot of those guys don't even fight there's a lot of shit going on 170 that you know you have Diaz and stuff like that, and uh, the Covingtons and the Thompsons and, you know, all those guys, but and it used to be Woodley, used to be Till, you know, it used to be like a real, but, you know, a lot of shit going on it's there. thinned out. Yeah. So, Jan Sterling, Sterling's obviously the ground guy. He can he can strike, though. 
and Jan is the is the hands. He, he I mean, you saw we talked about that that interview where he's got his hands up saying, "Aljo have one game plan. He want he want take me down." He let's, bl- let's see. He's a black belt in boxing. Yeah, if you didn't know, Peter Jan. Yeah, Peter Jan, as they as they like to say, he is a black belt. He's a black boxing, belt in boxing, which I did not know. Existed. I did not know. I didn't know that was a thing. This is tough, dude. Because I mean, have we seen Jan in the UFC get tested like that? No. Like get get hit like get thrown to the ground and like get like you know battled with. I mean, the maybe- thing I was most shocked at the stare down was that Aljamain is not that much taller than him. No, they're like the same size. No, yeah. I mean, let's let's take a look at the uh, tail. Of the I tape. thought Sterling was about five ten. Yeah, you would you you would think. I mean, the hair the hair helps them. The hair definitely helps. Uh, so they're both five listed at five seven. Uh, Aljo does have a four inch reach advantage, and they say Jan Jan's a switch stance, which uh, I've seen that many times. He doesn't care. I mean, he he is nice, dude. He bangs. Jan, Jan's a pit bull. And I just think he's going to be tough to take down. Maybe later on in the fight. But, like, I mean, I I, th- I have all of the respect in the world for Sanhagen and, and his ground game. And he rolled, I mean, he made him look like a fool. I can. So, maybe if Jan can keep, I think if Jan can keep him off him for the first round, I think he's I think he's in there. He got the game plan of mouse. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, the once they're sweating... It'll be a lot it's harder. It's a lot harder to sub somebody like that. Yeah, but like I think that's the big thing with Sam. I mean, they talked about it during the fight, but like that, I'm sure you're the jujitsu guy. That that probably is a big difference when guys sweating and when a guy's not sweating. And yeah. Able, I mean, but they also say when you're sweating, it's easier to slip shit in. It depends. I, it de- I would say it depends on the submission. Yeah. So I mean, you might he, be able to slide a dart well, easier when it's they all said sweaty. You got that body triangle, and it's like when you're dry, you're you're not going anywhere you're not with that thing. Off. Like that's, no, that body triangle's tough. You and it's fall like your he's side. just working them, and it's like you know, yeah. there's nowhere to go. It's you know, and like you know, like, you, I wouldn't want Aljamain. You could attest to it, like, back. but you know, like we're saying, it, it's a different game when you're when you're dry as opposed to when you're like sweating and like you know, grappling around. So maybe if Aljo can get to him early, I'm picking Jan. This I'm is a close enough Jan fight where you can go money line. You I got Jan all day. Yeah, and this is I'm not gonna lie to you folks. This is a total super excited for this. Yeah, this but this is like a uh pick your poison. Like I have plenty of friends who are all on Aljo and I have plenty of people who are on Jan. This is right up the middle. This is your personal preference, what what you like, what you want, and what you think is gonna happen. I have terrible nightmares from when I bet I've bet Sterling in the past and he got KO'd by Marlon Rice. Uh and I mean some would you could say it's lucky, whatever, but he's redeemed himself since then. Uh, John Stamen, Rivera, Munoz, Sanhagen. I mean, you know, subbing subbing Stamen and Sanhagen. He's no joke. There's no no doubt. He's 100 percent worthy of this title. But I like Aljo, but I just too many of my times in my life have doubted the Russian. I gotta go with the Russian. Yeah, and, th- and this Russian throws he's a hands. scary Russian. I'm never like a uh, big. Uh, all the Russians, it seemed like they're uh, more grappling central. But the you know Peter Yan, black belt in boxing, black he, belt in boxing. He that guy that motherfucker wants to throw hands, dude. He wants to bang. I mean Aldo, the first like round or two was a close fight, and then he what, like once like he started. It's it seems to me like from watching that fight, Yan's punches hurt. Yeah, like the more like the the effect of them just starts to add up as the fight. What goes he did on. to Uriah Faber was criminal. Oh yeah, I mean he beat the shit out of him. It was like before the fight. I know Uriah Faber was probably like plus three hundred, plus something like that. It was like a big difference. You obviously still was a Uriah Faber. Still Uriah Faber, but it 
when you make like legends like that look like they shouldn't even be in the octagon with you, like you're just, I mean, he's scary. bringing pain the entire, the entire time, dude. Making it hurt. Bro. And talking shit. I and love talking how he shit. talks yeah, shit. Yeah, and now like he's starting to speak English, so he could, he's like a budding, like could be a superstar. Like say to me, he's a superstar. He could be. Like obviously, if you talk to you, go down the street and talk. to No, someone, I will know like Peter Giannis. Yeah, like a, a casual fan, as they would say, and a casual fan to me is someone who only watches it when there's McGregor, like big fights. I don't blame you for being Habib. that, but like people just say, "Oh, you're a casual." Like it's an instant like, but like real casual fans are people who don't know who Jan or some of the champions are, but they just watch it, you know, when it's something's on. Like, oh yeah, McGregor's fighting, and they find out who, you know, like. Chandler is like half the when we watched the McGregor fight, no one knew who Chandler was. Then he knocked that guy out. No, now, I, everyone now everyone's asking me about Michael Chandler. You know, I mean it's a big deal if you because there Usman are people people there. watch those fights who have yeah exactly. But like that's another guy who brings it in. It's like because he fought Masvidal, he got the rub from that. So casuals are like, wow, that guy was good. Like he dominated Masvidal. Let me see him next time. And he's going to war at burn. So it's like, yeah. oh, I kind of like this guy. You know. That's how you. That's how you get those casuals like to come and pay for your fights. That's how like I mean, and Adesanya is a guy who draws casual fans. I think because he's a he's a exciting big time super like awesome fighter. I think Usman. I think the reason Usman isn't as big as like a guy like Adesanya is. I'd say Usman is just as skilled as Adesanya is and what he does, but his personality isn't as marketable or. It just doesn't stick out as much. I, you Agreed. Know. I also think a lot of it... doesn't sell himself the, the same way. Yeah. And UFC, that, that has a lot to do with it. But I also think it's more... E- it's easier and exciting to sell the strikers. When you're knocking people out. Yeah. like the No stri- one really cares if you wrestle. Wrestling's boring. Yeah. It's effective and it's awesome. But like if for the casual fan, even for me, I'm, I'm a super fan, dude. That masvidal Usman fight was boring, boring as hell. Boring. I understand why he did it in all respect to him. But like as a fan, like people have to be able to separate that. Like as a fan, a paying customer... I don't want to watch that shit. And, like, I don't have to. Unless you, know? you like wrestling. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, but even then, it's like, he was just leaning them, like, holding on, just had to him. do what he had to do. Like, that's, I take nothing away from him, but, like, you know, I don't have to watch it. No. You don't it, have to pay for it. Yeah, either. I don't have to pay for it either. So it's like, I could just find out what happens. Obviously, now that I have this podcast and I got responsible, I got to find, you know, I got to find out, I got to watch these fights and know what's going on. So you don't think I'm just some ass. Regurgitating stuff. Yeah. But, got to have some. Wow, how about this? All right, let's just move on. You know what? Let's move on. Because this this card is an absolute fucking banger, dude. Islam Makachev, mini Khabib, which is basically Khabib's son. The 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 reason that Khabib is going to retire pretty much is the fact that this guy is coming up. And he doesn't want to like get... They, how old is he? Islam? Yeah. Uh, that is a great question. Islam Makachev is fighting Drew Dober, dude. And this is about as good good as it gets he's 29 years old wow fighting out of aka he's five foot i mean he's a pretty big you know lightweight he he is everything that you want in in one of those like russian fighters like he he can strike and he can he can grind and wrestle he He doesn't have the same power as Habib. As Habib, like, in his wrestling, his re- like, you see I don't when, think anyone does. No, I mean, that's just, that's why he's the best ever. But, you know, not, you know, uh, my opinion, the best ever is George St. Pierre, and I will continue I agree to say with that. that. Yeah. But nothing against Khabib, it's just, that guy went, I think what solidified him is going up to 85, up to 85 and after out coming out of retirement yeah. and knocking him out. But, like, even, you could say what you want, but he, he did something that Khabib never did. And Khabib's also never lost, but GSP, his only loss is he got them back. 
Yeah, Matt so Sarah you know, like Matt Sarah and, Sarah and Matt, uh, Matt Hughes. The Matt Hughes submission was crazy. It, he was fishing for a Kimura, and Matt Hughes just stepped around right to the armbar, yeah. end of the clock, first round. Well, and he said he didn't know, like he didn't know how much time was left, right? Like he would have, like I think I've heard him in interviews say, like he would have, like tried to hold out yeah, and like, not he, tap, yeah, if he knew, like there, there was, was only like a couple time. seconds, yeah. Like, but also, it probably would have fucked his arm. I think Matt Sarah knocked him out too, and then no. uh, Matt Sarah knocked out GSP. Well, I think he like knocked him down, yeah. yeah and then, yeah. like and then and then, G- the GSP came out and fucking waxed him. Yeah, he, he absolutely- had him had him in the fetal position. He's kneeing him in yeah. the ribs. Well, I mean, GSP that's he's just that kind of guy. Like if you you know beat a juice, Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, he, it, but it's people just, will like, tell you if you it. see if you follow GSP. GSP is a retired athlete now. He doesn't have. He, you can just tell the guy has no idea what to do with his time. He he's just out playing hockey. He's a forty year old man. He just dresses up in in winter clothes and plays hockey. Does he goes sprint workouts. He does gymnastics for no reason. Like he's just a suit. Like there's just not guys like that. That that you more in the UFC than anywhere else. You'll find these dudes who are cats who are not like anyone else. Superior just, genetics. Yeah, but not only that though, but their mentality and just like the way that what they do, like like guys who like Tony Ferguson, like. There's not dudes like that playing. I mean, maybe they are playing baseball and stuff, but we don't hear about them. Well, did you listen to um, Max Holloway talk about the uh, UFC fighters' mentality? No. He said the difference between the top ten and the top five, it's all mentality. And then the difference between the top five and top one is all mindset. And he said all them guys in the top five, he calls it uh, – they have a ticket to crazy town because they can just go into a deeper spot in their mind yeah. and just dig deeper. And, I mean, yeah. you see him do it every time. Well, I mean, I also think that that's like that's a contributing factor in why, like, like McGregor got yeah. got cleaned out. Like, once things went bad, it was like, here, let's close up shop. We're getting out of here before well, we get too I'd hurt. Say, but yeah. he wound up getting knocked out. But like, you could see, like, he has he much like, more to lose now. No, but like, I know those leg kicks hurt. But you, like, like Anik was even talking about it on his podcast this week. Like, it seems to it seems to him, and it even seems to me, like it made sense, like the, that the the leg kick, the calf kicks are all a mental game. Like Munoz and uh, Munoz and Rivera, like Rivera, they like got his leg chewed up last week. That like it was like bad. That first round, he was just getting leg kicked, leg kicked. Like guys get leg kicked, and some of them can take it, and some of them can't. People who hurts. aren't used to it. Oh, I'm not, I'm I'm no, sure no, it hurts. Like, but I'm sure a punch, getting punched in the face hurts. Too. Hurts, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure it all the, hurts. The leg kick it shuts it down, but it's see, like he's right though. It seems like like Paul Felder. You could hit Paul Felder with a baseball bat in the calf, and he's just he keep, he's just gonna sit there and like keep like checking them and coming at you, you know? Like it, it's just it's different. And he's right though. Like some guys like are willing to go to a place that other guys other aren't. guys aren't, and other guys don't need to. Honestly, McGregor is a guy who doesn't McGregor need doesn't to. need to. That's why he did. Yeah, yeah. There's and, more to lose. And when he was fighting for his life, like in the, in the Mendez fight and like all that shit, like. He was. He was going to that place because that's what you needed to be. You needed to be a straight up savage. That's why he was going in there and knocking people out the way he was. Like you need to be in a place. Like, and you know what? Also, I told him. I didn't really touch on this earlier, but the why does Adesanya have to be so corny with the pizza and shit like that? Like, why? What? What was the point of that? Holding the pizza box up and at what? There was like, no pizza even in it. I thought he was eating pizza on the scale. I would have thought that was a lot cooler. I don't. If I mean, he walked onto the scale eating pizza. Yeah, but it's just like so corny, right? Like. Yeah, an empty pizza box. Yeah, like oh look, like I, I, that was like that time. What was is that he shit? like? Is he saying like, oh, I have weight to gain. Like I can sit here and what eat this pizza. What was that shit? Cejudo like, did. He had like a pillow. He had like with, the pillows uh, and shit. Somewhere like, on the whose face was it? Dominic Cruz. Dominic and he Cruz punted it. and like and uh, T.J. Dillashaw. He punted them. He had the snake, the snake one that he was throwing around. Like remember when he fought Dillashaw? He slapped the snake on the ground and throw it. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's if that's what you're going to be known for, that's awesome. But I mean, and you're talking about two of the best. But that's, I just don't think you need it. You don't need to be that corny. Just, I think he does it to get under guys like me and you, Skin. Yeah, you're probably and right. He, and he's great he's, at it. He's awesome at it because yeah. he, he, he pisses me off a lot. You know what it is? And this is terrible to say. I feel like Adesanya is one of them guys, after I watched him get starched at one point, maybe. It might never happen. But if I ever watch him get starched, I'll probably become an instant fan. 100%. An instant fan. Yeah, I he, already am a fan. He's like I'm, one, I'm, of the, one of those guys that, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dick. So I'm like, I just, like, something about him, I just feel like he need like... I don't know. Like, the same way they felt about McGregor, he needed to be humbled. Yeah. Like, I just feel that that about Adesanya. And, and I mean, he's a, he's a... Like, that's the thing, though. When you talk about, like, the UFC, like, he's a nice guy. It, it, there's nothing to really do he's with... He's probably a really nice guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd probably, like, get along with him, but there's just something about, like, his, like, person... His, his uh, persona, his, like, thing that yeah. he's created, his UFC persona. Like, like they say Cejudo, Co- Covington, same way. Like, you meet them... Nicest like guys nice in person. Guys. Yeah, yeah, like they say Covington's like so nice. I would love but, to like, Covington. But also, other people say he's a scumbag. So it's like you know, and Cejudo. I've never heard a bad word from anyone about Cejudo. They say he's like so nice. Yeah. So you know, but like then they create these guys, and you're like, I hate him. But they need to do that because being a, a nice guy doesn't exactly you know what it is? pay it's the like, bills. It's like wrestling. Yes, that's what it's like. Yeah, one hundred percent. Except they actually go out and do it. Exactly. Yeah. And, but. Uh, but when, if, when you're selling tickets like that, you do need to. Yeah. Like I mean, Muhammad Ali Lee used to do it, but it's yeah. just a whole. It was a whole different ball game. Now you're on Twitter. Now we're we're hearing everything. You know, I can hear every, every five seconds in so. your head. Yeah. All right. Let's let's hold on. We're we're wasting some time on, on some diatribes here. Let's get back. Islam Makachev, Drew Dober. Makachev minus three eighty. He should Islam. He should win this fight. But as they would say, Drew Dober live dog plus three hundred. That's probably the bet here. Uh, Makachev, I don't know if he'll finish him. Islam I think decision. Islam decision would probably be my pick. If I, like like you said, house on the line, picking Makachev, having some fun, trying to win, trying to win a little pocket change. I would bet Drew Dober because I think Drew Dober is a live dog, but he is like he's like a veteran, sort of like a gatekeeper kind of guy. Like, but not you know in, in the in a small sense because you beat Drew Dober, Makachev's ready for the the upper class of the division. I wanted to see uh, Makachev fight Kevin Lee when that when they were talking about that. But, yeah, but my, I think Kevin Lee's a fraud. Kevin Lee's been exposed as a fraud on multiple occasions. So I mean, that probably wouldn't prove anything to me now. I didn't. I was a Kevin Lee guy when he knocked out Gregor Gillespie, but I really didn't like that he uh, tapped and then kept trying to wrestle uh, the Bronx. Yeah, it, it's just the corn, and then the getting the tap the the head tattoo. Like with, you see, he has a tattoo like uh, like a Roman skull, like all the way back to the, the back of his head. Yeah, it's just like just the cor- like it's the corniness. Just fight, man. Be good at fighting. I don't know. You know, maybe that's just me. Maybe other people like love it, and they like like the other people love what Adesanya does. You know, shout out to Justin. He loves him. Yeah, he loves shout what out he Justin. does. And uh, Justin, uh, if you do listen to this, I'm purely rooting for Adesanya to lose so that just you, so I can talk shit to you. Yeah, but just directly so that, to you, just so that you feel what I felt the night that Costa lost. Yeah, when I lost that four hundred dollars. For some reason, I had this blind faith in Costa. <laughs> I just really thought he was the one to do it. No, but honestly, like I thought, I thought Adesanya could. I just thought he was gonna like present more, present more of a challenge. Though I didn't think he was just gonna stand there like a douchebag and like try to check. Like I don't know, I. Costa had no game plan. He was hammered. Yeah, apparently. I mean, he's fucking hammered. So, you know, I'm not, not surprised. Fucking buried. But, so Makachev, that fight's kind of, it's, that fight's on the main card because it's, like, exciting to see. Makachev is a, like, it's the same way we were just talking about Chandler. Makachev is the kind of guy that if he goes out there and fucking, like, just 
dominates Dover that you're, you you might leave the, the night talking like, wow, dude, like those title fights are awesome. But that Makachev dude, like the Khabib dude, like he, he could be the next one. Like they'll be talking, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll be talking about him. So that's an exciting fight. This one though, the start of the, the pay-per-view is, Thiago is awesome. Alexander Rakic and Tiago Maheta Santos, which I love that his uh, nickname is Maheta. Tiago Santos, truther here. He's got a warhammer on his chest. Absolute Tiago Santos fanboy. Yeah, Jim loves Tiago Santos. Tiago Santos is the only guy I think actually you could make an argument that beat John Jones. He did more than Dominic Reyes did. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think he beat him. Yeah. It was super uh, close. I wish they would have did it again. It was I don't think it'll close. ever happen again because he, he took a couple L's, but. He looked horrible. He he hurt to share. Horrible against the sheriff. He he hurt it to share early and then just completely gassed himself out. Like yeah, I mean we're we're seeing the highlights right now. Like it, it was bad. And, Getting out wrestled. Yeah. So this Rockage guy is is a tank, but this is just another step up in like the the you never know until you they get into the the, the octagon age. with some of these guys. I mean two inch reach advantage, two inch height advantage. Uh, they're both orthodox fighters. And Rakic is the favorite at minus 160 here on the thing. Uh, the the Volkan Ozdemir split decision is one of his last losses. Anthony Smith, I mean, who hasn't beaten Jimmy Manoa? Devin Clark, he, he KO'd him. Jan submitted him. Justin Lede, unanimous decision. So, I mean, this guy, this is a step up in competition. This is what we want to see. I'm going Rakic. I don't know how it gets done. I probably would say points. But also, I think Rakic is powerful. I think he's a powerful wrestler from what I saw. But in the Anthony Smith fight, because Anthony Smith wasn't able to do nothing to him. But Anthony Smith stinks. I got Tiago Santos knockout. Yeah. All day. Rakic is like a kickboxer, though. So I, I think if, if Santos's method of victory would probably be like grinding him out. Tiago Santos hits like a bear. He does. But I like... He also, I thought, was like a good grappler and <clears throat> sorry, grappler. He was also a good grappler, and he got dominated by Glover Teixeira. So, I'm going Rackets. Jim is going Santos. That's probably the first one we haven't really agreed on. on. Uh, so we're moving on to the prelims. Prelims are pretty fire. I mean, this whole card's fire. I'll, I'll, I'll continue to say it. Dominic Cruz and Casey Kenny are, are the are the 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 appetizer fight to get to make you want to buy the uh, pay per view and. Good move that, by them. That's a 100% good move. Dominic Cruz, plus 115 favorite. Casey Kenny is no joke. Uh, pleasure. It was my pleasure to see him get booed out of the arena after he beat Ray Borg, which, I mean, watching the fight in the arena, did not think he won. And, you know, he, he I mean, maybe he won, but he got booed that night. He was not happy about it. And rightfully so. I mean, you win a fight, you think you, you have a great night, and fan, Philly fans are booing at you, telling you you're a scumbag, you didn't do anything wrong, you just fall. Probably not the best feeling. Yeah, so... Uh, Casey Kenny though, awesome fighter. You, what was the stat you gave me, Jim? That Hoist Gracie and uh, Dominic Cruz, like um, have... Dominic Cruz's last win was only four months after Hoist Gracie's last win Jesus. in Bellator. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that goes to tell you how, like, what what yeah, we're dealing with here. Up. I will, I will. After this, we're checking out uh, Casey Kenny's record. Uh, his only loss in recent years has been the Marab Devalishi. Who is just like a, a chain wrestling monster? I, it's gonna be hard. David Lee, she reminds me of like a Khabib in the way that like you're gonna. It's gonna be tough to beat that Orlando. guy on decision. You know, 
Relentless. Like, yeah, but like, the, like once you get like three fucking takedowns in the first minute, it's like it's hard to give the other guy the round. Like when he's fighting you off the whole time, like he's playing defense the whole time. So Nathaniel Wood, that was a good fight. Uh, at uh, Alatang, I I forget how to say that fucking guy's name. I Louis Louis Smolka lost to Divalishi, Manny Bermudez, Ray Borg was the one I was at. So I mean, he he's got some good wins. He beat Brandon Roy Val. UFC debut against Ray Borg is pretty. So good. this is I and I don't think any of this even has anything to do with anything. It basically comes down to do you think Dominic Cruz has anything left? And I think he does. And do you think Casey Kenny? Like where do you like how how do you view Casey Kenny? Do you think he's better than? Uh, like do you think do you, I I don't know I don't know how to phrase this, but I guess I basically I'm just trying to ask who do you think is going to win? I got Don Cruz all day. Don Cruz? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. I don't think Donald Cruz would be fighting if he didn't, know, like, didn't think he could beat this guy. Yeah, like he obviously thought he could beat Cejudo. Yeah, so like, yeah, I mean, he, he and like Cejudo, Cejudo, and I still think that's a bad stoppage. And he could go I'll, and be. I'll a, die on that hill. It was a bad stoppage, but yeah, I mean, I think you should have let him fight a little bit more. But I, I, I I'm under the. I've always thought that title fights that let you me go got out on my shield. You've gotten to this point, like. Just don't make it questionable. Stop the fight when, when like, you know. When like, the guy's snoozing. Yeah, like, wait till I'm, like, taking. I mean, and Dominic Cruz is the guy who probably told. He did say he told him in the back, like, let me die in there. Like, he got right up. That's the thing. Yeah, like, he was getting, like, hit, and he was, like, not, like, he was, like, not really defending himself well. I'm not going to lie to you, but he also had 20 seconds left in the round, and there was just a stoppage of, like, that those two had clashed heads, and, and they just started it and back. Cejudo was and Cejudo clipped them with yep. like and like ten seconds right after that happened. So it was like it kind of was just all happening so quick. And I wanted them to just give him a little bit more time. I'm a huge Dom Cruz fan. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I think I'm a little swayed by. Yeah, I, I, I really like Dom and Cruz. I just think it's the right number. So plus one fifteen. If he's gonna be the underdog, then Tom and Cruz is gonna be one of my underdogs that I'm betting. And we'll see if Casey Kenny. It's the same way I kind of told you guys on this podcast a couple weeks ago with the Kelvin Gastelum Ian Heinish fight. That I Kelvin Gastelum had lost three in a row at the time. I just wanted you have to show me that you're gonna get back on the winning on the winning side with this fight. I want to see Casey Kenny. Can you show me that you're at the level of a Dom Cruz? Can you can you battle with someone like that? So Song Yudong, Kyler Phillips. I don't have really much to say Song about Yudong. this. I'm going Song Yudong. That guy hits like Minus a truck. Sixty. Song Yudong is a fucking beast. Absolute tank. Kyler Phillips. I. From what I remember, yeah, unanimous decision over Cheeto, Cody Stain. That was a bad decision. Alexander Perez, it was a really bad decision. That was a really bad decision. Yeah, that was the one of the nights of the heavyweight fights. It was like Overeem and Wall Harris, I think I want to say. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what a bad. I mean, you know, and good luck with Overeem with retirement, man. After you laid that egg, embarrassed me on this podcast. Uh, so <laughs> this guy only has two UFC fights. <coughs> And, I mean, he just knocked the guy out in the whole Meldon in, the, uh, in, in October. So, I mean, maybe if you want to go Kyler Phillips, I'm going Song Yudong. The guy looks like Jesus Christ. So. Sick hair. Yeah, sick hair. Good luck to Jesus. They call him the Matrix. Is that what they call him? Yeah. Cool. Good luck to the Matrix, but I'm going Song Yudong. Go, going with the experience. This is another great fight, but one 125ers never get respect. Joe Jitsu. Joe Jitsu, Benavidez versus uh, Askar Askarov. Another this is this reminds me a lot of the Casey Kenny and Dominic Cruz fight where it's like let's like a I solidified guy. Yeah. And, and a guy who's up and coming. Like let's see where, where they each stand. of these guys are at. 
I'm gonna go Askarov because I got Benavides. Yeah, I mean Benavides. This is probably better. If Benavides doesn't win. It's probably over. Benavides should retire if he loses 100. percent I'm just from what I've seen from Benavides. I mean, I know he's fighting Figueredo, but Figueredo has made him look like the, the, that chin does, doesn't doesn't look like it's in great shape. It was more so how defeated he looked after it, and how like how upset he was. Yeah, but and but I mean that's a similar. You could say like this is really like just like that Cruz fight. Like you could say Benavides wouldn't fight again. If I don't he think didn't, so. If he didn't think that he, could yeah, if he didn't, that's why. That's why I'm picking him. Like he did just lose a title fight, and it's the same kind of the same thing with Cruz. Like Cruz just lost a title fight. They're like, fighting for the title. You're not the a best guy. Yeah, like you, you didn't lose to a scumbag. No, yeah. but like if you lose, the, like and it's not even against Casey Kenny or Askarov, but it's like when you start losing to these young pit bulls, it's like discouraging. I'm not gonna get better. You know, like I'm only gonna get worse from here on out. Like my best days are behind me, probably. So I have to. How you old know, is Benavides? Benavidez got to be in his like later, th- like he's been in the UFC for a 34, long time. 34, 35, I would guess. 36. Oh, wow. And he's going to be 37 in July. Here, can you open up his uh, recent fights? Yeah. I want to yeah. see what kind, of, what kind of heater he was on before he lost to Figueredo. Yeah, I mean, the thing with uh, Jiu Jitsu was he was beating everyone in the division. Like, they're cleaning it out. Yeah, like he was lost 100%. Demetrius Johnson. A split how many years to Sergio ago? Pettis. He lost, last time he lost before Figueredo was 2013. Well, no, he lost in 2018 oh, to Alex yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Sergio, Sergio Pettis. Pettis, who's not even in the UFC, UFC anymore. anymore. Split decision, so that probably could have gone either way. He beat Henry Cejudo. I mean, like, he beat everyone else. And he was trying to get that 25 shot again against Cejudo or someone else, and he wound up matched up against Figueredo. Who's Which is a worse matchup than any of the other guys. Any of the other ones. It's just some guys where you match up with. Like, if you're... If you're Figueredo for a 25 throws nuclear missiles at people, and if you can't take... He's like, going to have that division like, on lock. Moreno can take a punch, dude. He was taking shots, and he and he was and he was coming right back with them, so... Well, you know what I think is the most scary part about that? About the Moreno fight? It, that was in November, right? Mm-hmm. I think the scariest part about that was he fought a month before, came back, made weight again, and they said that he was in the hospital, like, the night before. Yeah. Like, with... I don't know what was wrong yeah, with Yeah, like, food, some sort of food poisoning or something, or something was wrong too. Like, yeah, yeah, he came out and just... Came out and went to war for 25 minutes. Unbelievable. That was a great fight. Great fight by awesome. Moreno, that, too. That's one of those nights where you, like, really were like, wow. Like, respect... Like, you, it was like, that was worth the money. Like, for sure, you know, like this, I don't even know who else fought that night. Exa- like exactly, yeah. I know, I know there was like it wasn't a great exactly, card. But I remember exactly where I was. I remember everything about it. Yeah, I was sitting right here in the in the seat watching it on on this TV. No, no we weren't. We were at uh, Tony's. No, for the sec- for the second one, the for the oh no no for, no for Moreno and um Mar- for the other one you're talking about was the one where he cho- like he rolled up. Perez. That was Alex Perez. Yeah, like it made yeah. him look like a fool. Did we watch that here? We watched that at Tony's Perez. No, but where did we watch Moreno here? Uh no 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 you, no one was here I, I was you watched it by yourself we were, yeah the hot take hot box was uh, locked in 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 the uh, in, in, the, the in the boardroom yeah yeah in the boardroom yeah uh so at, we're going Askarov I got Benavides okay so you got Benavides I got Askarov I got Benavides submission submission you guys wow. probably shouldn't take my picks yeah dude, fade Jim honestly uh, fade me too so fade, fade go somewhere in the middle between us and you're there's, you're bound to find more victories than not Askarov Jan, Jan's the only lock I'm giving you guys. Askarov is probably, you know, what? I'd like to find out how old he is. Now, you know what? Who cares, right? I don't. You know what? Nah. Let's find out while we're here. Askarov's 28 years old. Wins against Pantoja, Tim Elliott, Brandon Moreno. Split. 
Well, it's this. Oh, a draw. It was a sp- like a split draw. Ah, wow, that's crazy. Um, and oh, then yeah, he was and screwed. He was, yeah, and he was fighting in some random. So I mean, Askarov's fought the best. That's right. I do remember the Marino fight. That's right. That's right. It was the night that uh, yeah, this fight gets stopped with an eye poke in the first fifteen seconds. Steve, yes, Stevens and Yair Rodriguez. And then they fought again, and Rodriguez beat his ass. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. But anyway, let's go back to that. Let's go back to the card. We're almost done the prelims. I want to get to the early prelims because I want to talk about Sean Brady. Uh, Rogerio Bontarin versus Kai Car France. Kai Car France. Yeah, Kai Car France just lost. He got subbed by. Um, I do not. I you know that's crazy. I do all I this research, it. and I yeah, and I remember Brandon Royval. But I just can't remember. Like it seems like he like fight when he gets up there, Moreno Roy Val against the upper echelon. He's not been able to break through. And I don't know if Bonterine is the exactly you know what you would call upper echelon. He uh, I think the last time he fought was in 2019 maybe. Yeah, right. 2020, Ray Borg, right before the pandemic. You know so. And Paeva is good, but he's not, you know, that good. So you, Kai Kara France is probably my bet just based off the experience level. And I don't think Bontarine is, you know. But Car, Kai Kara France disappoints me every time I bet him. There's a lot of fights where he just runs into some, like, fucking problems. Espinosa, Tim Elliott. I'm going Espinosa. Espinosa is like, uh, Tim Elliott fights like a, a fucking moron. <laughs> He he just sits there like, and that's the thing that's frustrating about him. He could win. He has a lot of skills. He's got durability, but he just takes unnecessary damage like so many times. I mean, he got subbed by Figueredo, subbed by Roy Val, just beat Ryan Benoit. You know, lost to Askarov. I I just you know, I, I so many times he fought the night of the McGregor fight, the Askarov fight, yeah, and he was just taking a fucking beating, and he just kept he just kept coming forward, and he was like going for like crazy submissions, and then that's the thing though, like guys who go for crazy submissions and then they get subbed all the time, and confuses me because it's like is your ground game good or not, or are you just like do you have no no fucking defense at all? Is Jake Matthews the same guy who fought just lucky? No way. No, no, no. Who that that, that would be. Um, what the fuck is that guy? Joe Selecki fought Matt Wyman and Austin Hubbard. Austin Hubbard. Austin Hubbard, who, yeah. And he beat them both. And shout out to Joe Selecki. Shout out to Joe Selecki. Hassett's, uh, Hassett's made where Hassett's Jim, Jim has his blue belt. He uh, He's fighting Jim Miller yep. in, in April, which we'll be talking about that. That's a big one. And shout out to my guy Pat Sabatini if you're out there. You know, we got to get him a fight. We're talking about Philly legends. Uh, one more, I just want to, Jim's got to go, I just want to talk about one more fight. We got Sean Brady, Jake Matthews, I did want to talk about that. Brady minus 210. I got Brady submission. I got Brady submission. I got Brady Again. submission. I just think his ground game is unfucking believable. But, any parting words about Closing now words. Or, or the f- future of the UFC? Future of the UFC, keep your eyes out. I gotta say, I have, if I was to really want to make some money, I would parlay Islam, unanimous decision, Jan... Which Jan, Jan knockout, uh, Peter Jan, and then Jan Blachowicz, uh KO. If you really wanted to make some money, yeah. If you really want to make some money, you want to like you want to cash out. Go play the Powerball. Yeah, after that nah, too. you might as well. You might as well go buy a lottery ticket. Well, I'll be at the Borgata. Uh, thank you for having me. 
I appreciate hey, man, it. Anytime, bro. It was a blast. Anytime. And I'll be back on, guys. Thank yep. you. Oh, we're not done yet, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to finish up the card real quick. Talk about some of those fights. Kennedy and Juku and Carlos Olberg. Olberg is minus 240. And Juku is, was like a young prospect, a Nigerian prospect that they really did believe in for a long time. But uh, the more you watch him fight, the more you realize it's kind of uh, middle of the road sort of stuff. When I was in Philly, he got subbed by Paul Craig. He was winning the fight the whole time. Paul Craig fought like a moron as well. And, I mean, he's really green, though. He hasn't fought in, since 2019, since he beat Stosik, who kicked him in the nuts three times. I was also at that fight in Newark. Um, so, I'd be curious to see. These are two green guys going at it. Uh, I'm going Olberg. Olberg is a uh, city kickboxing guy, and he, I, you know, I'd like to see the reach difference here is probably significant. So, six-inch reach advantage. But he's only an inch taller than him, so I imagine I let like with the kickboxing, it'll he'll be able to maintain his distance and control the fight. I'm assuming so. Gonna go Olberg here. Next fight was Brady. You know, Brady is a Philly guy. He's thirteen and now. He is a big time prospect. I am all in, one hundred percent, believing him. And I'm a big fan, so I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, that, that's this is one hundred. This is a bias. I, I'll always try to be honest with you folks that I'm not making these pay, uh, but these these buy I'll tell you even if I'm biased when I think that my guy doesn't isn't really you know in like great shape like when I just told you about Adesanya I'm you know I'm not exactly confident that Jan's gonna win but I'm rooting for him and so I probably would bet Izzy if I was like smart money here Brady is just like I uh, I've seen Jake Matthews and him is a really it's a like a really good matchup wise like. Like they're Matthews only has an inch height and reach, and their skills are you know somewhat similar. But Brady on the ground is unbelievable. Black belt under Daniel Gracie, I believe. If, uh, if, I'm, if I'm getting that wrong, I'm sorry, but I, I do believe it is Daniel Gracie, and he has shown in all of his fights, especially since he got to the UFC. I've seen a lot of his CFFC fights because he the CFFC is if you're looking for a promotion a, a a regional promotion that is like really like um spawns a lot of like future champions and stars like Aiden Sterling was a guy who came from there like CFFC is what you're looking for he was the champion there and since he's been in the UFC he's got three fights in the UFC and he's won all three two of them decisions McCourt McGee stood with him Noridev was more of like a hybrid, like stood, and then he, he wrestled at the end to secure the win. And Aguilera was, he knew right away what he was able to, he was going to, you know, Aguilera, like, the, the, all those guys are uh, wily, tough veterans. And, you know, I don't know where you would put Jake Matthews down on that list. He is a tough, tough, tough guy. Young, younger than maybe some of those guys, you know, or more green, I should say. He's got more of like a uh, prospect view on him but he's getting up there i mean he's still only 26 though dude and he's got 21 professional fights but his last fight was in you know september against diego sanchez emil mech i mean like the, the competition level i mean obviously like i said he's green but brady's a is a whole nother ball game and i'm going brady uh i would probably bet submission 
But Brady money line that that's that's the big one here today. I know it's only it's minus two ten, but if you want to make money, you gotta invest. Uh, Lavinia Sousa and Amanda Lemos. I try to stay away from fights like this, and usually just bet the the underdog just for fun. Uh, Sosa and Lemos are pretty. It's another really close battle, but I mean, one's one's plus one ninety and one's minus two thirty. So that just lets you know what, you know. If you're smart and you like to hold on to your money, you could stay away from this. I wouldn't blame you at all. But for the degenerates, it's usually a uh, um, opportunity to, you know, bet an underdog because, like I said, the UFC is so unpredictable, and it's unlike any other bet or sport that you could have where. You could be, you know, there's not a football game where you're down 40 nothing, and it's like, oh, wow, well, my, my money line bet shot, and then, like, they score one touchdown, and that team, like, your team that was losing 40 nothing wins. But in a fight, you could be getting dominated until the last 10 seconds and knock the guy out, and you win. That's it. Now, everyone forgets what happened before that. You won. It's over. So, that's the thing about UFC, and that's just what's so goddamn exciting about it. Elon Cruz is fighting against, I can't remember the name, oh, Euros uh, Medik. He is Croatian, and he is uh, Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series uh, prospect. Elon Cruz is too as well. Um, he lost to Spike Carlisle in the big show, which uh, the Alpha Ginger, who just got cut, which, you know, Alpha Ginger fought with no IQ, and uh, Medik seems like a good up-and-coming prospect. Seven-inch reach advantage for Elon Cruz. I assume Medik will try and get this fight to the ground, but, I mean, he seems like, if you look at his record, he's well, very well-rounded. The, that Gonzalez fight where he fought in the Contender Series, it didn't show me much. So, I mean, maybe this is a plus opportunity where you are betting, I mean, both these guys are green, and... It's when I say green, they're like uh, you know young and they don't know like they're new in the game and they don't have much like uh, experience uh, like championship uh, high quality experience that you would want in a in a fight where you see like okay he's fought that guy he's been in there with the best you know like whatever uh, Medik is not exactly like that neither with Cruz so kind of up in the air but I'm going Medik I think he's the better fighter um, so finally on the ESPN thing we got Trevin Jones and Mario Batista Trevin Jones won a fight where he was a big-time underdog. Um, he knocked the guy out. I uh, want to say... No, maybe I got this wrong. Uh, maybe he... Draw to Timur Valiev, maybe. Maybe that's what I'm... Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He was he was like a big-time underdog. He should have... I thought he should have won that fight, if I remember correctly, but, you know... Or maybe, I, I believe he is one of the guys they took a fight away. That, that's I think that's what it was. They took a fight away because of weed. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, he, he received a, 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 like, they took it away because he was, I don't know, he tested positive for marijuana in the in one of the, yeah, Valiev. Yeah, he, he, he finished him. He, he did finish him. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's why it says, I was wondering why it says D next to it. It's, no, like, like, it should be NC, no contest, but ESPN, you got to work on it. You got to work on some of this shit. It's really, you know. Really disappointing. But uh, Trevin Jones, Mario Batista is a beast. I mean, th this is just another fight. They, these 35ers and the, the, these small weights are just an absolute problem to deal with. I probably would go Batista here. He is just as tough as it gets. 
Only losses to Sanhagen in his first UFC fight. Since then, you know, fought less in, in February. You know, the the layoff and stuff like that. It's either good or bad for these guys because they're able to work on their skills and get better. But, you know, there's also the contributing factor of ring rust, which you got to consider when you when you look at some of this stuff. So, with that, all that said, uh, that, that, that's the uh, car. That's UFC 259. That's going to be tomorrow. Starts around 6 o'clock. Uh, you know, enjoy it, folks. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, you're not going to want to miss a fight probably after around 7 o'clock, 7, 7.30, around that. I, I think Sean Brady and them should be somewhere in there around 7 o'clock. I would assume it's a, it's around there. He's on the early prelims, so you never know. They start 6, 8, 10, I think. Is, I don't know how they're going to fit all them fights in. But not my problem. I'm just going to be a consumer tomorrow. Uh, in the future, I see a couple of the fights. We'll we'll talk about them in the coming weeks. But we got Leon Edwards and Mum uh, Bala Muhammad, and a couple. You know, Ngannou and uh, what's his name, Miocic, fighting for the heavyweight title in a couple weeks. Ortega Volkanovski. There's a, a some great shit happening in 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 the sport and in the UFC world. So. Uh, thank you for joining me, uh, and thank you again to Jimmy McSweeney for joining me. The McSweeney Brothers Comedy Hour was brought to you by the great people here at the Hot Take Hotbox, which is just me. I, again, I thank you for joining me. It was awesome. Enjoy the UFC. It's going to be a great night. I have another episode coming out right after this. It'll be more sports-related. If you made it to the end, I appreciate it, and I thank you, and I uh, Follow me on everything, all right, and everything. I'm I'm the best on anything you can find. Thank you.